So here we have our second Christmas themed episode of 2020. I really wanted something lighthearted. I think that was where I was at with everything going on in the world. It's a case of you want something to bring you a little bit of joy and I didn't want a film that was going to make me sad, which sometimes Christmas films can. And I wanted that bit of magic, I think, was what I wanted. Well, I'd mentioned to you about this film that was on Disney Plus called Noel, which you looked into and it was actually released last year in the States mm-hmm. on, I presume, Disney Plus or came out in the same but it only came to us over here in the uk this year so i'm thinking oh this must be like a new thing that had come out and we hadn't seen i'm thinking oh this this looks okay in the fact that it's got anna kendrick and bill hader on the image poster whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it so thinking well give it a try so See neither like. one of us have seen this yet again and um, putting a bit of a curveball in and it was a case of we didn't know, we, didn't, we hadn't really watched a trailer. The only bit we did read was like that little bit, you know, you get. Basically, that's it. That's all we knew of it. And yeah, so we're kind of going in blind, not knowing really what what the story was. But within about five minutes, you kind of know exactly what you, the story is going to play out. The fact, you know, I'm not going to say spoiler warning because you'll know as soon as you get yeah. right into it, you know what's going to happen. Well, to be fair, I read it, didn't I? And I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen here. And you were like, really? Do you think that's where they're going to go? And I'm like, yeah, it pretty much is. And I think it's one of those things where it is kind of now being an alternative thing, isn't it? Where we had a couple of options as well, which was Home Alone 3. I'm not sure I know. I love Home Alone 1 and 2. I don't know if I want to ruin it by watching 3. I've never seen it, but I've heard such bad things about it that, I just don't want to ruin that branch, kind of like of the Home Alone one and two with. Yeah, yeah. You, even you, though the, it's not, it's not even the same kid, and the baddies are not even the same. But it's just like I just don't want to tarnish that. There were some other ones as well that you pointed out, wasn't there? One was really sad, and I was like, mm, I don't think that's for me this this year. Yeah, the other option was How About You, which is a the rare instance of a Christmas film that I've seen, but Sophie hadn't seen. <laughs> normally it'd probably be the other way around but as i recall it was when i saw it ages and ages ago the story was about i think it was quite a little bit sad so i don't think it might have been the best thing to put on this time around i definitely didn't want to cry um obviously you want to feel emotions around christmas time but more the giving and being thoughtful and thankful and not being apart and alone we've had enough of that this year having to experience it firsthand like why would i want to watch it so noel yeah 
First of all, she's Poppy from the Trolls from me. And I love Poppy from the Trolls. She's amazing. Um, she's got that voice where it's quite magical, the way that she talks. and A lot of enthusiasm yes. for this. But overall in the Trolls as well. I know you're not a big fan of the Trolls, yeah. so you probably haven't actually seen it. She's like that in there. She's so enthusiastic, loves everything. It's like She would be one of my really good best friends. I would love it. Especially in this movie, she was like Miss Christmas, which is me in like a nutshell, isn't it, really? Pretty much, yeah. You're very much big on the whole Christmas. It's my favourite time of the year. I love it to bits. I love the lights, I love the decorations. I love the fact of being, that you know, that one thoughtful present that you give somebody? That's to sum it up. And I think this is what this film gives me. So as Paul was sat there looking grumpy and being like oh god rolling his eyes what, like what have i got myself into with this <laughs> it was i mean going in and then there's like already starting with like christmas puns and i'm like oh I... god no which is really weird for you to say because to be fair it didn't bother me whatsoever but like you you laugh at puns normally like you're not bothered <sighs> yeah. about them in like rubbish films that are classed as comedies that are not even funny, whereas these puns weren't too bad. Or maybe it's because I got them. I don't know if that's what it was. It was just more like, here's a line from that, I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus, and, you know, he's, that's the father kissing the mother, and, and that kind Santa of parallel. Claus. So yeah. it's like, yeah, why? I didn't why mind that, this? that didn't bother me. Know. No, I thought it was clever. And, oh, was it, oh my garland, is like, instead of, oh my God. I didn't even and clock that. <laughs> I was so good to start saying that now just to annoy you. <laughs> it is so funny. You weren't impressed, were you, really? This is more going to be you slagging it off and me going, but Paul, it was so magical. And it started off, right, let's just say this, I already was enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. So you, literally we should have taken a photo of one another because it was me sat there with a big beamer on my face dead chuffed and excited and then Paul's like sat there with his arms folded eyes not impressed and we did actually pause it didn't we had a little break in the middle and was like oh we'll just get something nice to nibble on and you were like oh yeah let's just pause it and I'm thinking oh, I bet he but he's gonna say to me he doesn't even want to resume it because he does this to me where he's like oh this is naff I don't want to watch it however I don't think I get that choice we're doing this for review purposes so that's why <laughs> I didn't turn say turn it off. Normally, if it wasn't on that circumstances <laughs> of doing that, then would you have really turned it off? I think I would have done because it was just <gasps> no. But I really, I really liked it. I really did. It started off with Santa and his sleigh. I'm all, I'm all for Christmas cheer and all that, but this oh, is just so much Christmas can, cheer, like candy coated, dripping with the gushiness of it all, and it's just a bit. Did you not feel any attachment to it? Like No, it was just it was just really, really sickly sweet in the way it was gonna come across with everything, I think it's Did it not make you feel like you'd got Christmas spirit and like cheer? No? No? Not make you feel fuzzy inside? Can't say that it did really. Not even at the end? It was a little bit of glimmer of hope at the end with it but we'll get to that as we go along devastating me yeah so any 
anybody who's got children I would say would absolutely love this even it's got some adult worthy kind of parts as well I think it's a, a family pleaser I definitely think it's that based on what the outcome is really and the whole thing of the how the story plays out do you think do you think this would confuse kids a little bit no not one bit well based I... based on how you know it's all about very much about the tradition of things and then breaking that mould. It is breaking that mould, but it's still within, like, the family, though. It's passed down. So it's not, like, for example, just a random person they're picking out. No. I feel like now we're at that stage of where it's not just men that have to fit into this role and so to speak. And I think it's, like, say, for example, my let's say my dad was a farmer and he's got a farm and he, I'm, a, I'm his only child. Is he going to find somebody else to replace it or is he going to give it to his daughter? And I think more and more of that is now happening where women can do exactly the same as men. You're not that special, I'm sorry. <laughs> Any strong man always has an amazing woman behind them encouraging them. Or, you know, doesn't have to be a woman. Any Anybody who's got somebody that's with them that will be mm -hmm. pushing them and driving yeah. them. And I think this is the thing. Anybody can do whatever they want. And that's what I think this story gives you. That's you... what it's trying to come across as the main focal point, isn't it? You know, like averting sexism and the prejudice of, yeah. oh, you can't do this because that's not how it's been for... It's what's in but... your heart. I think that's what it was kind of the icky, gooey icing kind of that Paul doesn't like because it was too sickly sweet. But actually the meaning behind it was like, it was heart meant like she could see certain things that she had that Santa, her dad had, where she could talk to any child. Yeah, there's a bit of exposition there at the start, wasn't there? Like, oh, if you're Santa, you can understand all children of all languages and everything. And then there's a sequence where she meets, when she goes into, like, the real world, i.e. away from the North Pole to find a brother who's gone on way because he doesn't want a responsibility of all of it. And she meets up with in this like homeless shelter <laughs> a child who's deaf and does sign language and suddenly she knows how to do sign language and she doesn't understand why she can do that but it's obviously well there you go that's quality therefore you are going to be the, the new santa because the other one can't understand I, I already clocked it anyways i put the other santa doesn't have any christmas spirit he doesn't really care for the role himself he's not really attached to it he's more seen as like a job like a chore like going to work and it's like how can giving gifts to children feel that way but he's so stressed and burnt out by it all that he's just not there yeah and his role as or his his presence within the film isn't as strong. Bill Hader's quite normally quite good in the roles he does. He's you know much to work with in this. I know he doesn't really appear on the screen that much anyway, but he's a bit of a wet lettuce to be fair, isn't he? But he's not doesn't come across quite a great character in this. I wasn't really fond of him, to be honest, yeah, really with his character. He tried, but it's just Noelle, not... however, Poppy from the Trolls, she obviously she's your main lady. And at the beginning, she seems a little bit spoiled, a little bit like the colour of princess, don't they? And... Yeah, yes. Over-enthused about it all and everything. And feel like she's got the privilege, you know, with the whole the discount of everything and yeah. that she has and everything. But and she doesn't really care to... for other people as much. She's more kind of... She even says, I'm about the presents, which I know a lot of 
a lot of people can be at this time of year. It's just, oh, I'm, what, how many piles of gifts am I going to get? Mm-hmm. Whereas it should be more the giving. That's what Christmas is about. And I think this is what this movie shows you, that the giving side of things should feel more special. Like giving that person that one amazing gift that you know they're going to love. It's like that kind of should consume your body with love. And I think it was more... What we need at the moment is joy, hope it gave you in this film. It gave you a bit of happiness. It was light-hearted and lovely and a bit fluffy. And I think, for me, it hit the nail on the head for a new Christmas movie. Especially for 2020, because it's been a hell of a year. It's like, everybody can't wait to see the back of this year. Hoping that it'll be a bit better in 2021. And it's like, so this little nugget, even though it's you know, being in out, out in America or whatever. They always get yeah. everything first. Um, not, not always, but... <laughs> it was, for me, a real joy to watch. <laughs> Paul's, like, pulling a funny face at me at the moment. But it was. It really was. And my highlight, Snowcorn. The very, very poorly CGI deer. Reindeer. Yeah, reindeer. Not just a deer, he's a reindeer. <laughs> Do you really think he was poor, these two guys? I don't know. It just really, I don't know, just a bit sketchy on the... He was post- so cute. Yeah. He was adorable. And the other reindeer as well. It's, I didn't don't really know. look at those. I was too busy <laughs> focusing on little biddy snow cone. <laughs> Not going to lie. If I could have a teddy of that, I'd have it. I was in merchandise of that, really, to be honest. But So cute. So, so cute. Bless him, he's so he's like literally a mini Noel, like wants to just do his best, wants to be participating in Christmas as much as possible, and just wants to get his little paws dirty and fly the sleigh and obviously you know now normally they say on Dasha, don't they? Yeah. Well now it's on snow cone, so that's the new thing. Yeah, so, it's the new reindeer, isn't it? So Yeah, 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 yeah. So like now when there's a pub quiz, what we're we gonna do, like how many reindeers is there? Do you include Snow Cone and Rudolph? Because really, Rudolph, you only use him when it's foggy or it's a bad night. Yeah, as tradition tells you. Yeah, and Snow Cone, I think, only when it must be when New Santa... Only for this story, the purpose of this story. <laughs> Stop being such a bully. You're so mean about this film. So I want to ask a little bit and probe you okay. kind of a little bit because I... Yeah, There's no point in me banging on about how amazing it is um, when there's somebody sat there pulling a load of faces at me. <laughs> so, A, do you not care about Christmas and giving presents? And B, do you think it's... Whoa, whoa, hold on. Okay, so... It's one at a time. <laughs> a, do you get the meaning behind the film of the giving a gift and it being special and that that's the meaning of Christmas? Yes, I get that element of it. I don't down like. I think the quote was, "It's not about the presents you get; it's the presents you give." Yes. I can't quite recall if there was another bit after that, but I saw that also meaning the other wording of presents, i.e., the presence of somebody being there in front of you. Oh, okay. So therefore, you know, because like it's because she was on about you know like. How some people have like no homes and all that stuff, yeah. and so how important it is to interact with the people over the Christmas period, it's not just the gifts and lights and all that stuff. So there's that aspect to it. I kind of I kind of saw. Yes, a hundred percent. So 
yeah. there's a message there for sure. And I think it's more read this way this year as well because we've been so kind of unpresent with everybody, not out of our own choices, but, you know, literally just being there with family and loved ones has mm. been taken away. Yeah. So it's kind of maybe that's what's also highlighted that for you. I do think the ending, it didn't make you well, and I'm not sure no. why. Do you mean in the part when she's giving that sort of speech and she says that line? Because that's, I don't know what else there was to be whelming at, if any. I think that was it in the fact of, like you're saying, with the loved ones, like the the death girl wanting her mum to have a job. So things like, not just materialistic at the end of the day, people want these gifts where they'd like we want to spend time with the loved ones they want mm-hmm. to help the loved ones be happy and be secure and i think it's more that that got me and then the fact that they thought she was good enough to be santa even though she's not a man and she's not fat and she's not got a beard yeah they were obviously quite accepting of her which i think was the film was trying to heavily lay on that factor of then now i looked at some people weren't obviously weren't happy about this for some reason. So I guess they're like some of the characters in this film where they initially where they're like, oh, that can't happen. And therefore giving it bad praise on that fact because it's like the fact that they can't accept that this, you know, Santa is a man with a beard and fat, full stop, that's it. No, I don't think that's the case. Things have to change, things have to move on. And it's a case of Santa is a person and it's a thing of giving. Yeah. And if anybody can give, then it can be anybody. Yeah, I could so, be Santa. So, so what I'm saying basically is I'm not, I'm not siding with those people no, thinking no. that's writing that off. This is how this story is played out. I accept that's how the the story is. But I'm just pointing out the fact that it's very much heavily point laying on the fact that going for a feminine Santa, no, and, I... and and you know things should change, mm. not having to be how they've always been and what people are always accustomed to and just change things up a bit so I'm, I'm accepting of that as a part of the story but that is majority what you see from the upstart of the film and that's you know exactly how it's going to turn out you do but i think it's nice to see the way it turns out in the end you can kind of see these little odd parts that are going to happen and certain things where you think yep yeah, she definitely should be santa and she's so worthy of being santa and i think if i was a lot younger I'd be really, as a little girl, I'd be really happy to see a female Santa. That feeling of empowerment. Yeah. Of that. And I think it's a case of she doesn't have to be fat and jolly and have a beard, you know. She really <laughs> be a bit did. weird if she did, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can imagine me as a little girl really looking up to her and wanting to be the next Santa, I guess, you know. There's that thing of showing anything is achievable if you put your mind to it. However, I don't know what the boys would think. I don't know if they would be a different perspective. But for any little girl, I think they would want to be her. She's pretty. You know, it's like any little girl wants to be Elsa. You know, so now they're going to want to be Noelle because they can be Santa and have reindeers and have a sleigh and all of that and live in the North Pole. It's like... If you really love Christmas, yeah. Who doesn't? A lot of people don't, and I don't understand why. It's like, I just don't get it. It's like, this this film is the essence of Christmas for me, and I think that's what I love about it. It's got that little bit of um, magic, and it reminds me a lot of, I don't 
think you've seen it and you didn't really appreciate it then. Mm. And I think this is why I love it so much is the Santa Claus with Tim the Tourman Taylor. I've seen bits. Maybe. You've seen bits and you've, you've kind of dragged kicking and screaming to watch it a little bit, I think, with me. Because it's I've grown up with that when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the same feeling of the North Pole. It's got the same feeling of Santa. Mm-hmm. And it's the same principle as mm-hmm. well because Santa falls off his chimney and then anyone who finds Santa then has to become Santa. That's how it works. So somebody else is taking the... So it does remind me a lot of the Santa Claus. Yeah. Interesting enough, a couple of films that kind of do kind of take elements from this film but do it better, and that being Arthur Christmas for one of them. Same sort of principle, isn't it? Like the runs in the family, who's going to take over the next role and all that stuff, and then there's the whole thing with that. The other one being Elf, which is that kind of like fish out of water kind of thing that Mm -hmm. you know, when she's going into Phoenix, Arizona, and it's kind of like, oh, you know, trying to adapt with everything and she doesn't quite understand the the real world because she's just all she's known is the north pole and it's yeah yeah and it's sugar-coated and it's candy caned and it's all of that and then she comes into the real world and, and it's a bit more daunting like scared and yeah not confused. as bad as elf though i guess it's elf kind of i love elf to bits don't get me wrong but i feel like sometimes the comedy on that is just a little bit cringe for me on elf where he's like... Well, it's Will Ferrell, so... Yeah, and it's like, oh my God, nobody would do that. But I do love it to bits. Um, but no, I can see where you're coming from with the resemblances. I would say if I had to pick, Arthur Christmas at the moment is quite up there for me. Mm. We do have a cat called Arthur, so it was quite funny. I think we watched it last year, didn't we? Because... Yeah, we'd got, we'd got him at around the... 7th December last year so he's going to be one today well he's not because bless him he's own we got him from the cat's protection didn't we and yeah so as of recording this he'll have been one year with us as of tomorrow yeah our little Arthur Christmas that's what I call him (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he is all white and everything so he is he's a little snowball no snow cone no What was your other question? Was that relating to what we just said? I think it was more relating to the female aspect of it. Um, what did you think of the other Santa that kind of had to step in a little bit? And only was like, there's 27 good children or something ridiculous. 2000-something. Yeah, that's obviously trying to do a modern twist on things. Like we're using our tech to whittle it down to thing to make it all like streamlined and cost-effective, that kind of thing thing it's just getting a drone in or something yeah that kind of like oh yeah no. partnering up with amazon or something like that yeah although if you go with another thing that really really grated on me I feel like can i can i guess come was it to do with the ipads oh yes it was, it was to do with the ipads <laughs> mentioning every chance they could get <laughs> drop of a hat oh throw an ipad oh. Oh, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, it's an iPad. An iPad. An iPad. An iPad. Were they were they sponsored? Apple sponsoring them or something? I don't understand. I don't understand. And also, they're making out like iPad is this hot new thing. It's been around for like ten years now. Is this is this really still a popular product that people buy people for Christmas? There are other tablets, I know, but you know. Oh, but you know what iPhones like? It's amazing, isn't it? What they do. I am. I'm sorry, I'm not an iPhone. No, but Android all the way. But 
and I think that was another thing it's like fair enough like a kindle or a phone or something like that they did try and make things a little bit more modern and I've noticed that kind of annoyed me a little bit because it's like I know she didn't know what a phone was but she knew what an iPad oh no she didn't have a phone didn't she yeah 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 that's right she didn't have a phone and such and she didn't have an iPad or anything like that but I think it just I don't know everyone was asking for an iPad so she must have had loads of the where the workshop <laughs> I think it just steps into a little bit of out of the magical a little bit with the tech and stuff like that for me. It was like... Yeah. I feel like Christmas should be... I know that sounds daft. It shouldn't be about that. So I think when it was like on about iPads and stuff like that, it's like I associate Christmas with elves making toys. But like there was another scene, wasn't there, where they were all queuing up for Santa? Yeah, and these... I don't know. Well, obviously these kids are of an age to believe in Santa Claus. Mm. But what, like maybe, what's five, six? Seven, eight, eight yeah. yeah. Queuing up and they're going, Santa, look at my phone. I've got an email from you saying, thing like, call me old fashioned or old footed, whatever you want to say. But kids of that age shouldn't be having mobile phones like, I with think... email accounts and stuff like that. It's, but any it's account so... now that has a phone needs an email account, doesn't it? Yeah. If you think about it, because how do you get onto your Play Store? How do you get onto your. All that stuff. So it's it's I don't know. Just it's so strange that the, the world we're living in. The kids are now just having these devices that they can just you know. It's so free bizarre, access to, yeah. isn't it? Because it's like it's going to be one of those challenges when we if we ever do have children to know when is the right time. And mm. I don't think any adult or any parent knows when the right time is to let their children. Probably about two years old. These well, as the years like, goes on, edu- educational games and stuff like that. I'm fine with that, but like social media and being on your phone and texting and ringing. I just think you're a kid. You need to, you need to enjoy right. that childhood so much because once you're an adult, you stay, you're an adult for a long, long time yeah. and you're not a child for very long. And it's like, so I would be playing with mud. I would do all of that fun stuff and sand and mm-hmm. be a child. I think that's what I'd want. And I think, so that's the concept for me where they're not in the, Elves are not making toys. It seemed a bit bizarre, but I guess that's more and more the case. Like, I were playing Barbies. I think you can pick on me if you want. I don't care, but I've turned out fine. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I was about 12 and I still, I still had Barbies. I was a very, very late um, developer <laughs> with kind of growing up. And I, I'm, I don't regret it at all. Hmm. Like, I believed in Santa for a long, long time. Like my dad actually, there's a funny story. My dad, I, well, I, I think there was a lot of rumors at school where people were saying Santa's not real and all of that, and I really didn't want to believe them. And my dad was, I think he was trying to be kind because I was a lot older than I should have been. Mm-hmm. And my dad sat me down on my bed. He was talking to me, and he he actually said he told me that I think he was protecting me so that I wouldn't get bullied at school. Because everyone else was like, got to that age where they they were yeah. crueler for that, and mm-hmm. Santa doesn't exist. Children, he does exist. Um, <laughs> Very so, surprised if children listen to this, but yeah, but, sure, sure, he does. Um, so my dad's trying to tell me that Santa doesn't exist, and I must have been definitely on the naughty list for the step that I did next. I went because my dad was knelt down, and I was sat on my bed. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me this, yeah. I kicked my dad in his 
balls, should I say, or private Jingle areas. balls. <laughs> it's like, how dare you say that to me? How dare you? Because Santa's real. So why are you telling me a lie, Dad? Why are you lying to me? <laughs> so just you wait, Paul. If you ever have children, she's going to be sassy and she's going to kick you. I wear a cup. Yeah, wear a cup, definitely. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought you'd love that, everybody. So I think that's one of the things where I think this film, for me, yeah, it's not. It's good, it has its magical parts and it definitely has its Christmas elements. Is it too modern for me? Yes, maybe I'm old-fashioned and I want the elves to be making toys and the elves were, they weren't even small. No, they were another annoying aspect as well. They were mm. just constantly singing and thinking, you know, it's just gets on my nerves a little bit. And there was always <laughs> one part, there was one part where <laughs> I think they were all sort of like moping around the workshop or wherever they were with the elf council or something. Mm. That's because Psycho Santa had joined in now. Yeah. And, um, there was this, this weird, like, blues melody thing going on. And I then, thought you'd have liked that. I know. But then there's this one, one. It was, it, it, I don't know, it was just out of... It was, I was like, why, Santa, why are you going to think? I don't know, it was just like, what is going on? It just sounded like someone just talking over this, what's supposed to be a song or something. I don't know, and it's like it, panning over, and then it's, yeah, it's just, that's part of the song, apparently. It was. And it's it's they, like, I don't were... know, just... It was what creating even? a mood for you, Paul, wasn't it? Like, not an annoyance. It shouldn't have <laughs> It was made... annoying. It shouldn't have made you annoyed. You should have been feeling sorry for them. No, That's really what it wasn't. was portraying. He really doesn't get this film, and I don't get it because he's a smart man, so I don't understand why you didn't appreciate it. <laughs> it's not I don't get the film. It's just the, co- the content of it just didn't sit right with me. It's just not engaging or entertaining, really. It was just... You don't, just, uh, this is the best Christmas present for me, and I'm not even going to lie. I sound horribly cruel, but I love the fact that you did not enjoy this. I really do, because I've never seen you complain about a film as much. And I think, to be fair, I've had my days where I've watched so many films that have been utter tripe. Now, I, I would recommend anyone to go out and watch Noel. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's brilliant. It's lovely if you want in a Christmas fun, cheer, happiness, joy, which none of the things that Paul has, obviously. <laughs> it's not true. It's just I just didn't gel with this particularly. So it's not a happy joy person. Whereas I'm like one of those that will be singing, "Oh Christmas tree, while the tree grows up." Paul's just like, "Yeah, just don't show any emotions. Keep them all inside." <laughs> right okay so i guess i think you should I'll go, go to i know you're gonna say the girl score first yeah let me just get comfy and i've got a book okay. ready to hit you because you do know there is a naughty and nice list and santa checks it twice yeah he mentioned that in the in, <laughs> in the first thing you know just to rub that and, as well. Do you know, I could be Santa now because female Santas are a thing and I miss Christmas and I love it. So I would be careful with how you score this because this might mark you on the naughty list and you don't want to get coal for Christmas. We don't have a coal fire. It'd be really a pointless present. So just have a think about that. You're not going to change my... 
have a think about that. After. You're not going to change that. I'm sorry. Please don't Basically. mark it lower than like a five. It better be higher than a two. <laughs> it's higher than a two, yes. Come on, snow cone is like that. <laughs> no. Makes it two points. No. Doesn't. Right, so <laughs> before, I t- before I say what the score is, I will say... If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. I do have something nice to say. Okay. The fact of where I said about, it's not about the presence you get, presence you give and I taking it also meaning of the presence of the being there in person factor is a nice little part of it that works the fact that Anna Kendrick plays the role of Noelle very well and I believe that her personality truly reflects almost her as I can imagine her as a person being that like enthusiastic about Christmas so she very much fit the role lead role very well mm-hmm. but that's that is all I can really say about it really the other acts and everything were just a bit no not vested in you or anything like that just this one isn't for me sorry to say that no offense to people who do really love like the colorful Christmas films but I'm going to give it a four. That's been generous. Bah, humbug. This doesn't feel like a very Christmassy episode. This is meant to be Christmas, Paul. The you season you... for giving and <laughs> caring and loving. Not injuring your dad. Well, he shouldn't tell people fibs, should he? That's the principle of that one. Don't lie to your children. But every parent does in that regard. Santa's real. And what is your score going to be, Miss Christmas? <laughs> Don't be so sarcastic, Mr Scrooge. I'm not going to be highly, highly marking it up, up, up there. You are right. Poppy from the Trolls is amazing. She's she's definitely Christmas. Do you know, she's 35 years old. She looks so young. Yeah, I wouldn't class her as that old, to be honest. She's dinky and... <laughs> pretty and looks about 22 so like half not half her age but you know what i mean like literally you could knock 10 years off her yeah yeah i think she plays a brilliant role she makes me absorb christmas and it's just magical it's fun it's colorful yeah there's some cheesy lines but who doesn't like a little bit of cheese around christmas people who are lactose intolerant (laughs) and you're gonna say that and i think Definitely a nice new spin on the North Pole. It's kind of nice to have like this little North Pole village and everything like that. So I love that kind of concept behind it. I do think the iPads, things like that, and the technology did get a little bit annoying. Were well, the iPads in it? I don't, I don't think I got, got that <laughs> element. I must have missed that. And I think it does have a really nice ending for me. It's that fluffy kind of ending, you know, that I used to always love. It's like my idea yeah, ending. It's your how you like your things wrapped up in a little bow. Yeah. yeah, all perfect. So I also like the idea of a female Santa. I don't think there's an issue with that. I think that's I, a really I, good concept. I don't have an issue with that factor at all. That's just how the story is. Mm. That's But I like the idea of it and I really got excited when I read it and I thought, oh, straight away I knew where it might have been going. 
and I was happy that it did go down that route as well. So I think with all that in mind, it's a really good message behind it. And I always love a good message. You're right with the fact that she was your main character. There wasn't any really other detachments um, to any of the other character developments. There was maybe that one that she met and he helped her out, didn't he, when she helped him with her, his son. Mm -hmm. That kind of nicely blossomed a little bit. But you weren't really attached to them, so to speak. The main one was Noelle. I feel that she was one of those kind of annoying characters, a bit bratty at the beginning, and you saw the development and the change throughout. And that kind of was like in Last Christmas. Um, I think because it's so basic, I'm not going to score it as high as Last Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be a solid seven for me. So a lot more generous and gracious with the scoring for this one compared to you. And I definitely think it's one of those things. I would watch it again. I think this is a thing with Christmas films. I've got a list of films I love to watch that I can't watch with Paul. Like, I would love it's to not... review Christmas with the, with the Cranks with you. You'd probably upset me, but you would make me upset. Maybe some point down the line we when we get to that. I don't know if, if the people are interested in a review me squirming in my seat watching that. Come on, I've squirmed in my seat enough. I went through the whole Halloween session and you did not go lightly on me. <laughs> so a no, little bit of a... To be honest, I could have gone a lot worse with the choice to picked, but... You weren't kind, though. I think I was. I don't think you were. Anyways, I hope you've really, really enjoyed listening to Paul squirm a little bit. I have. I <laughs> really have. The next time we're going down the anime route again with watching another Christmas film we haven't both haven't seen yet and I can't really believe we haven't actually sat and watched it yet because I've had it in my like DVD pile for a good while now and that is Tokyo Godfathers. Now I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I think I've been one that's been diggling, diggling? digging my heels a little bit. Yes, I don't know what to expect with this one, but I think it'll be a good one to look at. I think something a, a bit different again, but I, it kind of nicely wraps up on the fact that this will be our 50th episode next week. So we've gone 50 episodes where we started with an anime mm. and we're 50 episodes on and we're covering an anime. So <laughs> Sounds about apt for us. I just hope that I enjoy this one because I'm. I think it's the title with Godfather. I've been scared a little bit, but I'll. We'll see how that goes, mm. and I'll. Mm. I'll branch out into the next episode. So stay tuned for my rant about Godfather. In the. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where it turns out. So, look out for that, and of course, please go check out all our other episodes on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And of course, give us a follow, a like, a recommendation to your friends via Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, especially. And also, don't forget, we have our little merch store set up on Tee Public as well, where you can get things like t shirts, vests, notebooks, and masks <laughs> as well for these times that we're still in. Well, I hope that this has brought a little bit of Christmas cheer and a little bit of fun, and that's what these yeah. episodes are for, especially with everything going on in the world at the moment. I hope that it kind of helps, and I hope that you actually go and watch Noel because if you've got little ones, they will love it. 
Yeah, all I'll say is if you if you do really embrace the whole Christmas cheer, then you will probably like it more than I will. So that's not to reflect on my particular points. I just didn't it's like just... it too much. But Sophie's more on akin with how things are with Christmas, so exactly. she recommends it. Yes, Me, I not so much, but there we go. But Paul's a little bit of a Grinch, just a little bit. But to be fair, my favourite Christmas movie is The Grinch, so no wonder I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, everybody, and we'll speak to you next time. Take care now, everyone, and we'll speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye, bye. Bye.